Welcome to Win the Race of Life Inspirational Radio Show with Nadine Lajoie. You will learn how to rev up your life, accelerate your success. Enjoy the show. Hello, this is Nadine Lajoie, your radio host for Win the Race of Life Inspirational Radio Show. And you are in today for another uh, business inspiration uh, with uh, Lance Edwards that I met uh, many years ago, like I think in 2008. So, hello, Lance. How are you? Uh, great, Nadine. Great to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, being here. And uh, today, Lance will share with you uh, how to make big money in small, apart- small apartments. As you know, uh, when I came here in the U.S., I invested in real estate to get my immigration and I did a bunch of deals out of state and other people, they are really afraid about real estate. And today with Lance, Lance is an expert in real estate since many, many years, and uh, he wants to share with us his knowledge and everything that he got. He's the number one best-selling author of How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments. He's also been involved in apartments since 2002. His first real estate deal was a small apartment, a four-plex, about nothing down. Uh, and he's done many deals ranging from uh, three units to nearly 300 units and so on and so forth. So, Lance, uh, let us know a little bit. How did you start and, and what brings you into real estate? Well, thank you, Nadine. I got started looking at real estate years ago because I was with a corporate company, like many people, and I wasn't happy with the way things were going there, and I wanted a backup plan, a plan B uh, for me and my, my young family. And, um, I discovered real estate and I took a training on real estate that my first training happened to be on houses, but I was very fortunate. My very first trainer on houses said this to me, said, he said, Lance, you know, I made a lot of money in real estate doing houses, but I came to realize that to meet my financial goals, I needed to shift to multifamily. Multifamily provides bigger numbers in a shorter time period. And that just made all the sense in the world to me, Nadine. So when I came out of my very first training on how to do houses, I actually came out looking to get started with small apartments. And my very first real estate deal of any kind was I bought a fourplex, a small apartment. I did it with none of my own cash, none of my own credit. And that was my very first deal that got me started. And and that's the most critical deal in our real estate journeys, our first deal. And from there, I just started ramping up into larger and larger properties. Um, and within three years of that start, I was retired. I left my job of 20 years and focused on real estate full time. So you are a corporate uh, job and you left, you, you started real estate on the side and finally at one point you were able to kind of uh, get away from that job. That's exactly right. It reached a point to where my, my real estate was doing, my real estate business on the side was doing so well, the corporate job was kind of holding me back and I was, you know, I was doing well in the corporate job, but I just wanted to go focus on an area where I have higher unlimited upside and it was all mine and I had total control, total freedom and everything I chose. And I just, I left corporate America to be my own, have my own company, be my own boss. Hmm. And uh, you said that there is three limiting beliefs uh, why people don't invest in, uh, in apartments. So I want you to go through those and be sure that the people are inspired to uh, really start real estate investing or go a little bit further if they are already investors? Yeah, I mean, this is this is what I discovered for myself, and 
And uh, through my students, I've been, you know, I've been doing real estate since 2002. I've been training others how to do it since 2007. And one of the things about apartments that attracted me into it is that there's, there's less competition than uh, other parts of real estate. And um, the reason there's less competition in apartments than, say, houses is that there's, some, there's three limiting beliefs, as you mentioned, that keep people out. And, I, you know, let me, let me bust those up for everybody right now because everybody that's listening is equally qualified to be starting in small apartments. But one of the first limiting beliefs is people believe they need to go graduate from houses into apartments. Well, you don't. You can just you can decide to get started in apartments just like I did. If you're doing houses right now, uh, by, you know, keep doing your houses, but add apartments to be yet another profit center in the real estate business. But no matter where you are right now, you're qualified to get started in apartments. Uh, that's the first limiting belief. A second limiting belief that keeps people from getting started is they, they look at apartment deals and they say, hey, these are bigger ticket items. I don't have the personal financial resources to do these. And Well, you're not going to be using your own financial resources. You're not going to be using your own cash. You're not going to be using your own credit. It's all about knowing how to find the right deals and finding investors and buyers for these deals and simply how to match make them. So it has nothing to do with your financial resources. And the third limiting belief that keeps people out of, out of apartments is people might say, well, I don't want to deal with tenants and toilets. Well, guess what? Neither do I. And I haven't met anyone yet that wants to deal with tenants and toilets. So, but I want you to realize when you're dealing with multifamily properties, you're going to be hiring management companies, professional management companies, and they're going to be doing what they do best to deal with tenants and toilets. You're going to be managing the managers. So those are the three limiting beliefs. They're all myths. They're not true, and so with that, everyone is equally qualified to get started in small apartments right now. Yeah, and I, I really uh, appreciate what, that you share that with with me and, and with us because um, a lot of people they are especially afraid since 2008, 2009 when the market crashed. Can you tell us a little bit uh, different stories on on how to keep your houses and how you do your numbers? I guess in apartment, it's the numbers, the ROI, and all that. It's really important because a lot of people uh uh i think they they want to do real estate but they become emotional what do you think about that well that's a great point nadine is that first of all this is you know we're here in the world of of commercial and this is there's, there's no emotion over here it's all just based upon the numbers and um one of the things that attracted me into getting started in apartments is that uh, the analysis is based upon numbers. And by that, what I mean is we evaluate apartment deals across the country, sight unseen. We make offers on real estate sight unseen because it's based upon the property's financials. And uh, the simplest way to explain this is that um, when it comes to commercial income-producing properties, the value of an income-producing property is a function of the income. The higher the income, the higher the value, and vice versa. And so we just need to calculate something called the net operating income, the NOI, on these, on these apartment buildings to figure out what the value is. And we calculate something called a cap rate, capitalization rate. And the capitalization rate is simply the net operating income of that apartment divided by its price. And we evaluate deals based upon their cap rate. It's, it's very simple math. It's very simple formulas. And whether it's Five units or 500 units, it's the same formula. And uh, so we can evaluate deals and make our offers 
based upon the math, not the emotion, is just math. And uh, it allows us to go through lots of deals and make very um, uh, formulaic offers and evaluations before we even see the property. So it's, it's a very predictable business. That's why I, I, no reason I love commercial. So, Lance, a lot of people are afraid about the numbers. That is something that they are not comfortable with. And I think you offer with your clients, with your students, uh, different ways to uh, really get overcome that fear, right? No, that's right. And a lot of these extra zeros sometimes are intimidating for people because there's, it's, there's bigger checks being made um, in these deals. And so that's why we, we stick to the numbers. We just stick to the numbers, and everything that we do is – make our analysis based upon the numbers. We figure out what's the net operating income, what's the cap rate going to be for this property, and there's certain parameters they have to stay within in order to make their offers. And we simply just don't deviate from that. And so it's a very non-emotional approach to business. We make the offers, and then we see who wants to, you know, who's going to respond to that. And I will tell you, in, in the offers we make, we always give three options to every offer that we make to a seller, and two of those options include owner financing. So there's not even going to be a bank involved in the process. But it's all a very formulaic response based upon very, very simple math where, you know, we in my office and my students can just rely upon the math and just re rely upon the system to find the, find the best deal for us. Mm. And before I go into another question in real estate, I always like to ask my uh, my uh, guest, how uh, real estate like improve your life, and also w what is the last or the the worst portion of your life? Is it related to real estate, and how did you get out of that bad sentiment or bad emotion, bad feeling in your personal life or in your business life? Because people are often discouraged, they feel stuck, and I want like every of my guests really share kind of a personal story to really encourage and inspire all my listeners. Well, certainly. I mean, I here's what I will share with everyone, because I think our mindset and how we approach everything is 70% is of success. And by mindset, I mean, you know, the ability to take action despite fear, the ability to take action despite obstacles. And that's, you know, that's about being an entrepreneur. And I will tell you that what inspired me to get started in real estate was while I was with my corporate job, Corporate America, at the time I'd been with a company, I don't know, probably about 17 years, 15 or 17 years, and I saw that my job was at risk, not for anything that I did, totally beyond my control, totally beyond my power. All of a sudden, my job, my financial security, my family's financial security was at risk because of bad decisions of the people running the company I had me working for. And that is what inspired me to come to realize I need a backup plan. I need to take care of my family. And that's what put me on the path of searching to ultimately discover real estate and specifically apartments as that backup plan. So, you know, I, and I know that's true for a lot of people when I talk to my students is that everybody wants to feel in control. We all want to have control, especially when it comes to our families. We want to have control of our financial destinies. And so one of the beauties of being an entrepreneur is that we have control. We choose how we spend our time, how we spend our, 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 our brain power, how we spend our, you know, our, our financial resources. It's all within our control. And so every time 
then I have a, a low point. It's just a matter of, okay, what am I going to make happen in order to accommodate this? And that's the beauty of being a real estate entrepreneur. We have total control. Yeah, and, and that's fun that uh, you mentioned mindset because it's one of the things in my in my coaching and the student, and nobody wants to hear about mindset, but that is everything that makes us go through all the challenges and all the, the problems we can have in our life. Like if we look at that as an opportunity of growth and an opportunity of getting out of our own comfort zone, it's less scary and it's more empowering than just complaining about ourselves, about our situation, and didn't do nothing. And as you do, you felt that you were not in control anymore, and you just get out of that with your mindset, say, hey, what can I do about that? So it's really great that you did that. Uh, I, and Nadine, I, and I know you're, you're a big advocate along this with me, and I, you're right. I, it, I think it's everything, and it's, it's, a, it's a feeling of control, and that's what I want everyone to have. And, so, and when it comes into real estate, you know, you talk about apartments, part of mindset is, you know, people go into real estate because they want to change your financial, you want, you want to change your financial trajectory, which means you want to play bigger. I presume everybody listening wants to make more money, which you got to play bigger. Well, to play bigger, you need to think bigger, and you need to act bigger, and it all starts internally within your own mindset about what's possible for you. And that's, that's what I mean by mindset, thinking of a bigger possibility for you and being willing to take on the challenges, take on the obstacles, which will appear as you start playing bigger. Yeah, and one of my favorite sentences is, uh, if you play too small, probably you are dying every day. So playing bigger is just getting out of your comfort zone, help, you help people and help you to really uh, go to the next level because we are here on this planet for something bigger than us, either our family, our friends, our community, and I really appreciate the work that you do. And you also write a book, and in your book, you emphasize that in real estate, you uh, we are just in the marketing business. What do you mean by that? Well, this is, this is exactly right. This is, a, this is a, by the way, but my book is, is How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments. It's a number one bestseller on Amazon. And in that book, one of the core themes is that I point out that, you know, we are not in the real estate business. We are in the marketing business, and um, just like any business is in the marketing business. We have to, you know, if our phone's not ringing, we don't have a business, we have a hobby. And in real estate, we have an incredibly simple business model because we're always marketing for two things, deals and dollars. Deals means I need to find motivated sellers who I can you know, find properties put under contract. That's marketing for the deals. Marketing for dollars means if I want to sell a piece of real estate, I've got to find a buyer. If I want to hang on to a piece of real estate, dollars means I need to find a private investor. But no matter what, I'm always finding deals, marketing to find the dollars, and we simply matchmake. We are matchmakers. That's what our, as entrepreneurs, that's simply what we do in real estate. We matchmake deals and dollars. And the sooner you kind of are able to wrap your mind around that, the simplicity of that business model, you come to realize that it has nothing to do with your personal resources or your cash or your credit. It has your ability to find the deals and find the dollars and match, make, and bring those two together. And that becomes an empowering belief system once you realize that and largely you start doing, you may start with small apartments, but you're going to find yourself quickly ramping up to mid-size and large apartments. Yes, and you have a pretty incredible story for your students. Uh, tell us a little bit about the story about the two students, one of your biggest deals that you did with your students. 
Oh, well, thank you, Nadine. I have, you know, I've, I have a couple of students that that uh, when I started working with them, they they um, first ten months they had no prior experience. They both have been laid off from their respective companies of 25 years, and they started wanted to start acquiring real estate, and uh, started working with me. In their first 10 months, they actually purchased four projects for six million dollars, and they purchased those six million dollars of real estate with no cash, none of their own credit, and with no prior experience uh, to get them started in buying and holding. Uh, later on, they actually found a deal. Uh, they live in the Carolinas. They found a deal in my backyard of Houston, which is a 294-unit apartment complex, $11 million apartment project that uh, I worked with them on, put in our contract, and found a buyer for the transaction. And so that's the largest deal we've done to date with two of our students, the $11 million deal. But, but they started from dead scratch, no experience, and purchased $6 million of real estate on their own and then did an $11 million deal with me. And uh, talk about mindset, Nadine. They just they just chose to play big, and they started playing big right up front. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. And that is another proof that people who want to make money in small apartments, they they can do that. And there, there are different ways to do that. Uh, can you explain to us a little bit of uh, different strategies that you can use? Certainly. And you know, for and for anyone that's you know familiar with houses, or even if you're not familiar with houses, you can. You know, you can you can wholesale houses just like you can excuse me, you can wholesale apartments just like you can wholesale houses. And wholesaling simply means you find a small apartment, you put it under contract to purchase, and then you find a buyer for that small apartment and you sell your contract. It's called flipping the paper. You're simply assigning your contract to someone else and they go through with the closing they buy the property, and you get paid a very handsome assignment fee, typically $10,000 and more. It's going to be a five-figure check. And you get, play, you get paid at the closing table. The title company will collect it for you. And there's no real estate license required. You're simply selling contracts. And that's a great way for people to get started uh, in apartments is wholesaling. And you wholesale apartments of any size, small, mid-size, or large. Another way, if you want to buy and hold for passive income, if you just want to start accumulate, accumulating apartments so you have mailbox money coming in, then obviously you can do that with apartments. Apartments are made to be cash flow vehicles. And you simply start finding apartments, analyzing the numbers just like we teach, get them under contract to purchase, and then you go raise your private investor using a formula that I teach you and we discuss in the book, and you raise your private investor so that you're going to buy that property and then you're going to hire a management company to manage the property for you. You keep an eye on the manager. The manager watches the property, and you enjoy passive income. And there's a third way. If you're into rehabs, if, if you're into rehabs, buying distressed properties and turning them around, you definitely need to check it out on apartments because this is where you go in and buy distressed small apartments that are, you know, maybe have the occupancy is down, the rents haven't been raised in a long time. Properties that you can buy at a discount, buy them cheap, put in a little bit of money to fix them up, spruce them up, increase their curb appeal. It's called putting lipstick on a pig. And when you increase the curb appeal and you put in a new management company on an apartment building, then you can raise the occupancy. You can start raising the rents. And that has a drastic effect on 
dramatically raising the value of these properties because you're raising their income. And then you can turn around and sell these properties, refinance them, and pull out hundreds of thousands, if not million-dollar returns on these projects. So wholesaling, buying and holding, and rehabs are three great money makers, and you can be doing them all simultaneously in small apartments, and for that matter, mid-size and large apartments. Yeah, and to do those those kind of deals, there are different investors for different kind of strategies. And uh, how do you find your deals, and how do you find your investors? Well, it's a great question. On finding the deals, in the book, there's three primary methods I teach. One of them is websites um, of listings, have listings for sales, commercial properties. Some of the you know big ones people are familiar with, LoopNet.com, MLS is another source, particularly for small apartments. People don't realize you can find small apartments on NLS, but you go on the website. And then it's just a matter of running your numbers. And uh, where most people don't, you know, don't realize, you just got to run your numbers on the website and cherry-pick the deals that, that pass the numbers test. A second source is going to be uh, brokers, being both commercial brokers and residential realtors, particularly with small apartments. And you identify them on the websites, people who are listing apartments, and you call them up, develop a relationship. I explain how to do that in the book. And they're going to send you additional listings, which are, they do not put on LoopNet. It's called their pocket listings. And um, in the, in, it's interesting. In the book, I actually give a story of an 18-year-old student of mine who calls brokers using a script that we teach. And uh, he, out of those broker relationships, he and his dad did their first deal. They made $30,000 wholesaling a, a small apartment. And then a, a third way to generate your deal flow in small apartments is old-fashioned direct mail, letters and postcards that you're going to send out to apartment owners asking them if they're interested in selling, and they're going to call you. So you're just you're doing in, there's inbound calls. There's no cold calling. They're calling you saying they're interested in selling, and then you work, work the relationship with them and make them an offer to purchase. And that's actually how I got my start, my very first fourplex I bought off a very small 50-letter direct mail campaign. So those are three ways, websites, um, uh, direct mail, and, and speaking with brokers, and they'll give you all the deal flow you want. And then when it comes to finding buyers, when you want to wholesale your properties, uh, again, it's kind of reverse of what you're doing to get your deal flow. If you have a property under contract that you want to sell, well, the same websites that you find the properties is the same websites you can advertise the properties for sale. Certainly, LoopNet, MLS. But a lot of people don't realize that you can advertise your property on MLS without a real estate license. It's, you can pay a flat fee. If you just go Google flat fee MLS, you'll pay someone $100 or $300, and they'll list your property for you on MLS and charge you no commission. Um, but Craigslist. Craigslist is a great way to also, particularly for small apartments as far as websites. And then... I'll tell you right now, when it comes to small apartments, the single largest buying group of small apartments is single-family landlords, house landlords, rental house landlords who are looking to, to move up. So anywhere house landlords congregate is a place you can be advertising your deal. So real estate clubs, flyers at your real estate clubs, ads in the local newspaper, and again, Craigslist. The same places you advertise to find buyers for houses is the same place you can advertise to find buyers for your small apartment deals that you're going to be wholesaling. Great. 
Now we have only a few minutes left. Uh, and if the people want to buy your book or uh, see you in action, so where they can find you? Well, there's a couple of websites. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much, um, Nadine, for this, this opportunity to, to speak with you and, and your listeners. And there's a couple of websites I would share. If you're interested in the book, uh, you can go to bigmoneyinsmallapartments.com, bigmoneyinsmallapartments.com. Of course, you can find it on Amazon, number one bestseller. The book is called How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments. Uh, if you're interested in attending one of our live events where we actually teach the program, you can go to our website, apartmentwealthmachine.com slash BMSA Live. BMSA Live. BMSA is like the acronym Big Money Small Apartments. BMSA Live. Apartmentwealthmachine.com slash BMSA Live. And that's a three-day training where I work with you for three days to get you started in your business. You walk out of the boot camp with your own action plan and we actually make live calls to sellers and agents right there at the boot camp with listings that you bring into the room. But uh, that's the way you, you can get learn more and and, uh, and get started in small apartments. So what would be your, uh, your last word for our listeners on uh, making money in small apartments? Well, I, I would say, first of all, again, Nadine, thank you so much for this opportunity to – to speak with your listeners. Thank you for everyone that's listening at this point and has listened to this point. You know, and, and my advice to anyone is just realize that right now you are qualified to get started in small apartments. It's an area where there's little competition, big paydays, and it gives you the opportunity to scale up from small apartments to midsize and large. It's perfect for anyone interested in part-time, just like I was when I got started. And so my advice is, get started. Learn the system like any business. Get educated. Learn how the business operates. Learn how the deals are evaluated, how to find them, etc. And then from there, take action. That's all about mindset. Simply taking action, getting started, and don't rule yourself out. Come to realize you are qualified today to get started in small apartments. Get yourself educated and get started. Thank you so much, Lance, for uh, your appearance today and Thank you for our listener to be on the call. And um, you can, uh, I, as you said, uh, contact Lance on his uh, on his website and also uh, get his book, How to Make Big Money in Small Apartments, on Amazon.com and uh, and his website. And um, see you the next time. And if you want also to uh, visit my my website is winningwithnadine.com, winningwithnadine.com. And be sure you stay until the end of the show so you have a song at the end to really help you integrate and reflect on yourself and just be sure that you are realizing your dream and you don't let any fear, any scarcity to stop you because real estate is a great way for you to build wealth, to build passive income, and Lance is there to help you out. So thank you, Lance. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Nadine.
Thank you very much for your participation and listening to the show. Please share with your friends and family to win the race of life. If you want to be a guest, a sponsor, or a participant to be coached directly on the spot, please visit our website, nadineracing.com. N-A-D-I-N-E racing.com on the radio show tab you will have all the details I would like to have your testimonial, your comments and feedbacks and if you have any questions for our next show or next guest please call and leave a message at 512-827-0505 extension 2793 So hopefully you will win the race of your life this week and I'm leaving you with one of my songs to be sure that you are integrating what you have learned today. Enjoy and have a great week.